Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans, and welcome to this Wednesday edition of Bobcat Radio here on the 23rd of January. This is your host, Justin Brown, and today I'm joined by my wonderful producer, Kobe Jackson, and my co-host, Taylor Quinn and Asmara Vias. we got a great show for you today where we'll be talking about Texas State men's basketball's playoff aspirations, a special interview with Texas State track star Daniel Harold, and we'll be talking about the big softball and baseball schedule. But before we get to all of that, let's throw it to Taylor for a word from our sponsor. Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located on the northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Thank you very much, Taylor. So yeah, let's start off with talking about Texas State men's basketball. If any of y'all have been watching this team as of late, they just took a loss a uh, 79-72 loss gets the Arkansas State Red Wolves, and right now they're 1-6 in conference play. And really at the same time last last year, they were 3-4. and four. Um, This team's really not getting that click offensively that we've seen before in Sunbelt play. Right now, App State, the top 6-1 and one in first place. James Madison, we got a three-way tie for second uh, between Southern Miss and Troy. And then we have a three, four-way tie or five-way tie for four. So it's looking very close, guys. I want to hear y'all's mm-hmm. thoughts on this team. How are they going to get ahead in the standings, and are they going to make the playoffs? Um, Right now, I think they have it next season. I Personally, I don't think they've got it in the bag this season. They're 1-6 overall, like as you were saying, Justin. And um, then again, they're, uh, with they're playing Troy, I believe, this upcoming. Yes, they are. Yep. Okay. Yes, they are. Um, so I believe that's like they still have a chance, and I believe they're like a test for them. And again, with Louisiana, they're they're pretty much familiar with that team. So. Yeah, at this point, I don't see the Bobcats making the playoffs. I mean, they just dropped two back-to-back games at home, which were crucial wins for them. There is still 11 conference games left to play, but this team is averaging 13.5 turnovers per game, which is absolutely killing them. Yeah, I mean, and you want to talk about just them, the team overall. I mean, there's been just a lot of a lot of issues going on with the men's team. But if you're looking at the matchup against Detroit Trojans leading the series, the Texas Day Bobcats actually lead that series nine wins and seven losses. So, I mean, but their last loss was against was against them on February 4th. So this will be the last time they played each other for the regular season in some L conference. So uh, this will be a true test for what mm-hmm. what the Bobcats do have. Obviously, we've been talking about how the injuries have been kind of a slump. We mentioned that on Monday's BCR that uh, the injuries have kind of been the main story for this Bobcat team really since the beginning of the year. And it's kind of showing its true colors late in the season, Sunbelt Conference play. So, uh, you know, hope that they can get it through and get it done and hopefully they can come out victorious tonight. Yeah, you know, really, I love what everything y'all have said. It's like it's it's kind of there's 11 more games left. I think that's what you just pointed out, Taylor. And there's still some chance to get higher in the rankings for sure. 
Um, but really, we got to look at their, you know, let's not look too far ahead. Let's just look at the next two games, right? You say they're mentioned, you mentioned they're playing Troy. Yes, they're on a two game road trip. They're going to be playing Troy first. Troy just beat number one App State about a week ago. So this team has some ability. That Troy team might be tough. In Louisiana, we're going to face them at their home. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just beat us last week by 18 points on our own floor. So uh, I don't know. Do you think you got these got these guys are going to win one of these games on this road trip? Or is it just going to be two losses and come back home? Talking about this Troy game, Troy is 10-1 and one at home. They they did drop two contests on the road last week, but, you know, I think that they're going to be ready to defend their home court like they have been doing this whole season, and four of those are some belt. Yeah, you know, wins, I, so. and if we look at the stats of these players on these teams, I mean, uh, I don't know if you all have a big three in mind right mm-hmm. now, but currently I would say it's, Caden Gums, Brandon Love, and it's kind of a fight for that third spot. A, a lot of people could say, you know, I would say Colton Benson. He's a great shooter, this guy. I mean, uh, he's been really doing good things, looking like a little Austin Reeves out there. I don't know who y'all have, but who are your big three players, Osmar? <clears throat> I also agree with you. Caden Gums, Brandon Love, and my third is Jordan Mason. That's a good pick. Very good <clears throat> Yeah, pick. they're really good. Um, he scored 177 points, 13.6 average per game, and then he's uh, field goals made. Uh, five out of twelve, and then free throw percentage is point seven five nine. So that's kind of looking good. Yeah, and I mean that's a great pick because mm-hmm. Jordan Mason. I mean he's doing really good things in men's basketball right For now. Sure. Uh, he's actually, I believe, he is ranked. Yes, he is ranked fifteenth in the in, in the entire nation in yep. the Sun Belt. He's averaging thirteen point <laughs> three points a game. He scored mm-hmm. over two hundred thirteen this season alone. Uh, really good things. Three hundred eighty seven minutes he's played at thirteen games. So that's a For that's sure. a lot of yeah. work. For a player. So, yeah, he's been doing great things. Um, and, you know, what would y'all say to this team right now to get them clicking again? I mean, I don't know what message coach has been portraying to them. Right now, they're two and nine in their last 11 games. Uh, what's the message has to be to the team to get to get out of the slump? I'd say forget the past and just focus on the games ahead. You know, it's it's easy to get caught up in all those losses. But if, I think especially in practices this past week, they just need to, you know, find that team connection and really try to get a win honestly just be aggressive they have to be more aggressive I've only been seeing then again like what you were talking about like their offensive side hasn't been really really that big so I believe their defense is probably their only way to get up there yeah I mean Kobe any message you would have for the team right now to get back and get get things going again I mean they're they're two and nine I believe in their last 11 games what's the what's the message to the team to get better out of this lump honestly just keep playing like you have been I mean I know I've kind of I've expressed that enough but I mean you talk about just the amount of talent that they have obviously with the local San Marcos native and Canaan Gums and also Jordan Mason as well Dylan Dawson as well they have talent on this roster and honestly this is really about the time that they really need to start coming together as a group because we've been seeing kind of individual play mostly during the season but they need to come together as a collective unit and try to you know get get better and try to get uh, more teamwork play I know college basketball is where you really work on fundamentals before you get to the NBA so I know that's something that uh, coach Ter- uh, coach Terrence Johnson wants to fo- focus on so honestly just keep playing like the way you are and just get more fundamentally sounded and I think you'll have strong possibilities mm-hmm. yeah and you know fundamentally sound I mean that's just focusing on the basics man you know control your offense don't be too aggressive take time with that shot clock you have have one set some screens get some opening then make some points happen you know if you're playing too complacent you're not smart you're not thinking about it you're rushing out there chances are you're going to cause a turnover and you're not going to score uh you know you look at the last game against arkansas state they allowed four players being double digits you had avery felt 17 points deandre dominguez 12 points you had julian luau she had 13 i mean he had 13 taryn todd he had 13 as well so 
Um, you know, you're allowing four players to get into double digits, and you're allowing some players to score five three-pointers, five for seven from the three-point line. Avery Feltz, the entire team was 11 for 31. Uh, you can't allow a team to score 11 threes on you, uh, especially in collegiate basketball. Uh, you know, just, just play a full-court press or do something to prevent them from scoring. Um, so I don't know uh, what they're going to have to do. And you look at the Bobcats and look at their last box score. Jordan Mason, the player you picked in the big three, he led the entire team at 21 points, 7 for 8 on the free throw line, 7 for 17 on the floor. Caden Gums, the San Marcos mm-hmm. High School classic. We love him. 12 points as well, 3 for 9 shooting. And Brandon Love, that big three you mentioned as well, 10 mm-hmm. points, 4 for 6 shooting. He's a big guy. Very big guy. I'm five foot eight. I look like uh, Oompa Loompa next to him. Um, but yeah, you know, really, we'll just see what they can do next. Their next game, as we mentioned, is going to be in Troy, Alabama in the Trojan Arena. That will be 6 p.m. today. And that game will be on KTSW 89.9. Pre-game will start around 530 with Clint Shields on the call. But guys, we're going to take one quick little break. And on the other side of it, we have Texas State record-breaking track star Daniel Harold on the line. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio here on KTSW 89.9. Welcome back to Bobcat Radio here on KTSW 89.9. We're going to start off our segment here with a very special interview. We have someone, a graduate student at Texas State, who is on the Texas State track team majoring in public relations, and he is from Houston, Texas, and he currently has nine of the top ten fastest times in Bobcat program history right now. Daniel Harold, a 60-meter hurdle star who recently at the Dr. Martin Luther King Invitational set a 7.72, the second best time in program history, and he settled, and he finished third in the finals with a time of 7.80. Daniel Harold, Harold, are you on the line right now? Seems that we're having issues with our studio phone here, so we're going to have to postpone this interview, unfortunately. But let's talk about this track team, guys. I mean, they're doing great things. I mean, their season's just starting up. You know, we talk about the Charles Austin Invitational. This is always an invitational that many of us think about. I believe this one has already been underway, but no. Yeah, they started their season just last week at the Leonard Hilton Memorial Invitational on January 12th, where they had multiple finishes. Um, doing very well and Dr. Martin Luther King the junior invitational on January 20th they had in Albuquerque New Mexico they had multiple Bobcats finish in the top 10 they had eight top 10 finishes so really great performance by this Texas State track team but guys let's take a transition here and talk about the some some other sports around Texas State let's talk about Texas State women's basketball right now guys this team uh, many many are saying that it's about the same as the men's basketball team right now they're really struggling to get above 500 in conference play right now the Texas State women's basketball team if we check out their schedule they have been doing some great things they are 10 and 9 overall but they're 1 and 6 in conference play the exact same as the Bobcats really an unlikely season for both these Bobcat basketball teams guys what is this women's basketball team got to do to get their wins going i mean they're going to be placing facing south alabama at 11 a.m and that will be tomorrow so i mean that's a big game for them they're going to be playing against one of the best sunbelt conference opponents and then louisiana after that how are they going to win this road trip honestly i feel like they have a really really good team setup and honestly they just have to work together again with like the same thing for the men's basketball but I believe this is another test for them to see where they're at, and they can always improve. Then again, it's still a little—actually, no, they're about to head into the play. Wait, how many games until, like, how many conference games do they have? 
Oh, they have uh, numerous college yeah. games yeah. left. They so. actually, so they'll probably have at least eleven more left. I so believe. yeah, I believe yeah. yeah, they'll have some time to like uh, recover some little hiccups. Yeah, this is a crucial road trip for the Bobcats. I think that they need to pull out at least one win, and hopefully mm -hmm. they can mesh together as a team better and get some more conference play wins, which mm -hmm. is very important right now in the season. Yeah, and you know, you know, this is going to be you know propelled by players like Janiah Henson. Janiah mm -hmm. Henson, she's started in every single game she's played. She's averaging 30.7 minutes a game. She has 25 steals on this season so far, 288 points. Mm -hmm. So this player, she's leading the rock offensively. She's doing great things defensively. Come on, tying mm -hmm. the first place in on this team in steals alongside Jalen Foster. Tiffany Tolis as well. I mean, I've loved watching her so many years so far. I used to watch her with uh, Kennedy Taylor back in the day, if you remember the point goddess herself. Tiffany Tolis, she's played 19 games and started every single one of them. She's doing great things as well. She's scored over how many points this season? 137 points, averaging 7.2 a game. But really, the Bobcats have to find some consistency if they want to be in the playoffs again. We looked at last season. What did we see last season? The men's basketball team, they struggled for some time in the regular season many of us called them you know we're not we didn't see, imagine seeing them in the playoffs and right now you look at the Tuesday tally question 79% of people think that the men's basketball team's not making the playoffs guys mm -mm. that's a poll yeah. that's a poll not us I don't believe that I think our men's basketball team got it but uh, we'll see you know, because last season they were they were struggling for a while, but then they made an eight seed, I think, or it was a six seed, and they did really good things. Joey Gonzalez, our former member now, California star, uh, he you know he he predicted it. So guys, um, you know this women's basketball team, are they making playoffs? Is it the same aspiration as the is the men's basketball team? Are they not making it, or do do the women have a chance? I mean, I would say they have still strong possibilities. I mean, even though they are on a five game uh, five game losing streak, I still think that they have potential to possibly get back into shape and get back into their regular basketball form and you know just talking about the game against Arkansas State that myself and Thomas were on the call for it's it almost like they were just in a good they were in a very good rhythm in the first half they outscored uh, the Arkansas State Red Wolves 30 to 23 and then all of a sudden they just kind of let off the gas gas a little bit and unfortunately it led to it led to a loss and I think that's really been the story of this Bobcat team is learning how to finish and honestly you know, as I say, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Mm -hmm. So obviously that's something that Code Zinner Antoine has to kind of pick up a little bit. But honestly, if they can get that in control, then yeah, I think they'll still have strong possibilities in the Sun Belt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, sorry, uh, Taylor. You yeah, go. same thing with the men's team. They they have a really tough time finishing. A lot of their games have been super close, but they just can't close it out. So finishing is definitely very important. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these college teams, the youth and the inexperience, a lot of them, they get a lead in the first half and they think, oh, my gosh, we're good. You know, I don't really have to try so hard in the second to get complacent in the halftime room. They come out and they just fall flat. They don't know how to maintain a lead. And that's something all all college players have to know how to. And they're going to better know how to do it soon. The MAC SBC challenge is coming up for both these teams. Uh, the women's basketball team is going to be playing the Ohio Bobcats, and that's going to be at 12 p.m. in the Ohio Convocation huh, Center. Bobcat, Bobcat, huh? Yeah. And then you have the the Bobcats, the, the men's basketball team, going to face Bell State, the Cardinals, over there at 4 p.m. And that's actually going to be at home at Saturday, February 10th. That's going to be a big game. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they can get things going. It's got some big opponents coming up. App State is going to be facing the men's basketball team at home February 7th. That's a game I'm going to be at. That's going to be beautiful. It's like mm -hmm. David versus Goliath. 
Oh. Yeah, literally. That's my mindset right there. Um, but let's talk about, let's switch gears a bit, guys. You know, we have some big sports coming up soon, and it's one of the staples here at Texas State, and that's Texas State baseball. Texas State baseball oh, is yes. coming around in the beginning of February. Their first game is going to be February 16th. The first game on KTSW is February 16th against Youngstown State. Um, yeah, I said that correctly. I think Youngstown State. Yeah, wow, got, what a tongue yeah, twister that is. Um, so, guys, we got 15 games of baseball on the radio and 15 games of softball going to be on the radio for us this semester. So it's going to be a lot of great action for fans listening. Let's look at some of these games. February 27th playing Prairie View A&M. Then March 2nd against Texas. That's going to be an away game in Minute Maid in Houston uh, for a tournament. Then on March 3rd, they're going to be facing LSU. And March 8th, they're going to be facing Sam Houston. The 19th, we got a rivalry against UTSA. That's going to be a great game to Absolutely. hear on the call. <laughs> April 2nd, Texas A&M's coming home. Coming to, not sorry, coming to San Marcos. So we're going to have them here. That'll be a fun one. April 9th, Texas. We're going to be playing them here at home. And then on the 10th, Texas in Austin. So that'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. So both you guys, both both back-to-back games, fans mm-hmm. have an opportunity to watch some great baseball. I don't know if y'all remember the horns down from Stivers yep. a few years yep. ago. Mm-hmm. Most famous mm-hmm. moment in Texas State Bobcat history. April 21st, we're going to be playing South Alabama. And then the 30th is UTSA in San Antonio. And then we have a series against ODU, three to the, May 3rd through the 5th. Um, with softball, guys, we've got some big games. Texas Tech, Tulsa, Texas A&M, Baylor. Yep. What are some big games y'all are looking for? I really, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking up here by myself. I'd love to hear what y'all think. Um, out of this baseball and softball ska- uh, schedule, what are games that you're looking forward to working and seeing? Honestly, I am very excited for men's baseball for Texas and Texas A&M because why not? These are the biggest schools, and that's so crazy that Texas State is going against these big schools. And then softball, obviously, I have to go watch Texas Tech. So Because you're from Lubbock. I'm from Lubbock, so I have to see both teams. So <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Yeah, for baseball, I'm I'm most excited for LSU. They get to play LSU and UT in the same in the same two days, so it's going to be really exciting. And I'm also really excited for this baseball team. They have 11 new signees, and they had to replace 18 seniors. So I'm really excited to see how this team will mesh together this season. Man, I mean, baseball and softball cannot wait long enough. I'm highly, highly excited. And the one game that I'm very interested in in, in, in taking a look at is for softball it's texas state versus texas a&m if y'all you guys don't remember me and myself and justin were on the call for when texas state made the ncaa regional tournament this past year and the bobcats absolutely gave the texas a&m aggies a run for their money in the first game unfortunately they got knocked off off of a walk-off single and then they played again in sunday in the following sunday's matchup and unfortunately the texas a&m aggies came out victorious so I bet you they are going to be that's going to be on their mind this season. And also a game against the Baylor Baylor Bears as well. I know Mm -hmm. Texas State and uh, Baylor have had kind of a little bit of their history and stuff during softball. I know last year they almost almost upset Baylor uh, last year. I was fortunate enough to be on the call for that one. So there's a lot of lot of great games really for both baseball and softball. And we are just in for another another wild season, possibly even could it be like 2022 or 2023? Who knows? We shall see. Yeah, and you know, there's a possibility it could be. You know, this this baseball. We look at the baseball team right now. Chase Mora. We know about Chase. Yep. He's actually coming back and he's pitching. 
Did you know that? Wow. Chase Mora is no. Texas State's very own oh, Shohei Otani. This guy not only hitting them balls out of the park, I don't know how many home runs he had in a row, but now he's going to be pitching on the mound. Wow. I think this baseball team, I mean, you can't be more excited. Kobe's over here having... <laughs> yeah, no, I was excited. So, no, because the reason why I'm... I'm I, I said this during... Uh, Last year's broadcast, when I was broadcasting with Bill Cohen, it was the game against Marshall, and it was the last game of the of the uh, of the of the weekend. And I said that if Chase Mora could end up possibly being like a Shohei with him pitching and him batting, he's going to be a dangerous, dangerous player. And now the fact that he is in that role of being a pitcher and could possibly be being a hitter as well, I mean, you like I said it, you might be looking at possibly next Shohei. I know that's. Way, 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 way out there. But he's he could be one of those dudes that could literally do any and everything. Oh, yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm really excited to see him. I mean, we could have another Paul Goldschmidt on our hands, oh you know, another Texas State Bobcat going to the MLB. We could see it. I mean, this guy, when I first watched him, when I was working against ESPN last season, I, I, was, I was just in shock. I mean, this guy, I mean, how many games in a row was he, he had walk, home runs on his first appearance at bat? I, was oh, like, man. I think it was like yeah. three games in a row. This guy oh is gosh. doing insane things. So he'll be pitching on the mound. So this game, this season, it's going to be really fun. And uh, Kobe, as you mentioned, with softball, Texas A&M, anytime Bobcat softball plays Texas A&M, that's primetime television. I don't know why Absolutely. that's not on ABC 13, man. You got to watch that. <laughs> it is fun to watch in person. Uh, Texas A&M. And, and it's kind of funny because both fans wear the same color wave. It's kind sure of maroon, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So the whole the whole stands is going to be maroon, and you're not going to know which one's yelling at each other. Um, don't sit on the wrong side, obviously. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a fun, <laughs> very, very fun baseball and softball schedule. 30 games in total wow. here on KTSW 89.9. So no excuse. If you can't get off the uh, – you know, you can't get out to the games please tune in, tune into us and we will have that um in your ears and we even have away games the the houston tournament for minute made that's going to be april 10th through the uh i'm sorry april march 2nd through the 8th so i mean march 2nd through the 3rd actually so please watch that and that will be great and you can also see it on espn plus of course mm -hmm. but Guys, I mean, we're wrapping up soon, pretty soon. Any, any, anything else y'all are thinking about discussing here on air? We have, you know, some some other factoids going on right now. I mean, you look at volleyball right now; they're doing some things in the off season. They're just practicing. We looked at how they finished. They finished, mm -hmm. you know, in the playoffs last year. I think was it JMU? Was it they? Yeah, they it was JMU. So that, was, was yeah. that was a tough loss. So now they're going to be have to turn around their team, and they have some missing players out of there. I think uh, is KJ Johnson returning? No, KJ Johnson and Bailey Hanner both are uh, both were one of the two players that left for the Bobcats. So pretty much everybody for the volleyball team is returners. So, but we know that Sean Hewitt is just such a good coach that oh, no matter yeah, no. who he has, it seems that he can just recycle it yeah and then uh their main star ace Alyssa ortega she was a senior however she does have one more year of eligibility left oh, wow. so she's going to use that for next season so a lot of great returners we yeah. talked about jay dufree earlier in the year we talked about Alyssa ortega i mean there's uh, maggie walsh as well there is a lot of very good talent on this bobcat mm -hmm. team and i'm i'm and I, I i mentioned this on monday's bcr lightning like, apparently lightning does strike twice because obviously being <laughs> beaten by jmu in the ncaa uh the ncaa the CB, uh, CBC or uh, SBC tournament is is just it's just crazy. But the thing, you know, I was fortunate enough to be on. Uh, I was just fortunate enough to be at the game against Coastal Carolina in the, their regular season last year. I mean, that was that was a tough one. It was a tough one. But I kind of expected 
know, Coastal and Texas, either Coastal, Texas State, or JMU to be in there because obviously we obviously know what happened against Marshall with Texas State. They absolutely annihilated them in the tournament. So, but I mean, yeah, another roadblock against uh, the JMU Dukes. But they're, I think the Bobcats are more hungry than they were last year. Obviously, them making it to the NCAA tournament last year. That just kind of shows you that they want more, and they want yeah. more than just to be a one a one uh, one game exit. They want to extend and possibly make some make some noise in the NCAA. So, I mean, anything could happen now. Yeah, anything could happen. It's going to be exciting to see um, next season what Sean Hewitt can do. I mean, I'd love to see them in the tournament again. I think uh, they definitely deserve it. Um, but yeah, let's look at the weather here in San Marcos for today and the next few days. Uh, right now, if you're outside. I know you already have an umbrella above your head. I don't have to tell you. 100% chance of rain all day, 9-mile-per-hour winds. It's 58 degrees, and that's going to be the high today. Don't expect anything hotter. Low 49, that'll get you tonight. And an 82% chance of rain with 9-per-hour north winds. So, you know, it's not going to be the best day to go to the park, I don't think. Um, Thursday, high of 65, low of 49. Don't expect any rain tomorrow, just cloudy skies, 9% chance for the entire day. And Friday, 22% chance and an east-southeast wind to the 7 uh, seven miles per hour it's gonna be 62 degrees and a low of 46 no rain so guys this is the only rainy day of the week so just enjoy it and know that it's going to get brighter and sunnier but for taylor quinn Hasmara Vaez, and kobe jackson this is justin brown and we are wishing you a wonderful week stay up to date with all texas state and san marcus high school sports by following us at ktsw sports on instagram and x but we wish you all a wonderful day and catch us on the next edition of Bobcat Radio on Friday. Now, let's get you back to the other side of radio.